Okay, I'm thinking about teaching elementary students meditation, especially those who have emotional disturbances such as strong anger, defiance, hyperactivity. What is the best technique? Are they too young to learn? Okay, I, I probably should do a separate video just to say this, but maybe I'll just say it, and say it again and again in all of them because it's something that I believe quite strongly and I've said it now tonight a few times, is that don't go where the real problems are. Don't... I, I would recommend against trying to deal with people who have serious problems. It's very altruistic to do so, but it's missing some impo one important, very important point. The amount of effort you put in to helping someone who is in a very bad state is uh, compared with the benefit of helping them, the potential benefit. The effort level is is incredibly high. The amount of benefit that you can give to them is very low. There's no miracles. A person who is who has a lot of mental trouble is not likely to, uh, in most cases, become a uh, fully enlightened being in this life. It just doesn't happen. This monk that I was talking about is an example of that. He practiced meditation. He's been practicing. If he's still alive, he's been practicing for 20 years or something. And he's still taking baby steps. He's still blowing up. He's still got the same problems. It's a very, very slow path. Everyone who practices meditation is going to go through the same conditions again and again and again until finally they're worked out, worn down, broken apart, and, and discarded. But until that point, they will come back again and again and, and, and uh, and again and, until they're, they become weaker and weaker and weaker until they disappear. So uh, th this is you, you get a far less return for your effort. If you take the same amount of effort and you apply it to people who are exceptional, gifted, uh, brilliant, focused, uh, people who have potential, and you teach them meditation, first of all, very little effort. Second of all, incredible results that they will be they they will grasp it much easier pick it up and in many cases uh, it's it's like planting a seed you don't have to make it grow it grows by itself it goes viral <laughs> because they pick it up and they become you they become the person who's spreading the teaching right you help such people who are teachers, and those teachers go and help, uh, go go and 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 teach. So, at the very least, what you'll get theoretically 
is uh, a bunch of people who are very gifted who will then go out and pass along what you've passed along to people who are less gifted and on and on down the line uh, and there will be people who are actually working with um, these kind of people who have serious problems and they will do this they will will have based on the teachings that you have been giving on a higher level they will do the the, the grunt work of dealing with these people and it will it it will it will create more um, more benefit in the long run, even for those people who are in a bad way, because you're helping people who are in a position to help others will will create a chain. It's like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it will it will multiply, and everyone will benefit. You know, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that people who come to practice meditation with me end up becoming social workers or or teachers, and so I don't have to go out and teach those 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 people. I, I teach the people who will go out and teach them, which is to me far better use of one's time. The point, the the basic point being to try to pick the gifted, pick the ones who are you going to get the best return for your effort because. Not only it's not being selfish, it's not it's or it's not being discriminatory. It's uh, it's it's being realistic and understanding that we're really like in a war here. We don't have the luxury to pick and choose. We have to go for the most benefit because uh, death waits for no one and and nothing waits. The universe uh, will continue rolling on in its way, and if we don't keep up. We're going to get left behind. This is why people get burnt out when they deal with such people. Now, this is only half of the answer. I'm not trying to. What I, my my answer is: don't teach children. This is only in relation to the part of especially those who have emotional disturbances. Uh, you're welcome to do it. I'm not going to try to tell you what to do. Just give you some idea. Maybe it will help to change your focus. I would think it would be much from my point of view, much more uh, inspiring to teach the gifted children. And the way that you teach children, the question as to whether they're too young, uh, well, the, the theory, the, the, the tradition goes seven years. Everything's seven, so at seven years they're old enough to understand, which is most children already, most school children already. But anything below seven years is considered to be too young. But at seven years, this is the cutoff, and then they can start learning. The way to teach children is to introduce to them the concept of mindfulness, the concept of recognition, teaching them to recognize and to uh, clearly perceive the experience in front of them. Or, or or anything really. And I, I I tried an experiment once once with some kids in in a Thai Thai monastery in Los Angeles. I had them focus on a cat. I had them think of a cat and say to themselves in their mind, "Cat, cat," because this was a room of like a hundred kids, 
and they were unruly. These were kids who come to the temple on Saturdays and Sundays and and uh, get whatever lesson it is possible to give them. But it's mainly, well, whatever, it's, it is what it is. And so they were like, anything I would say, they would repeat it, and they would make fun of it and laugh at it. And, I, you know, I wasn't upset by that, but I was, I, I, I was prepared in advance because I was aware of the situation. So you, you, can't, you can't lead these people into, directly into meditation. You can't say, start watching the stomach, say, rising and falling. Give them something that's going to appeal to them. So I thought, well, let's look at, let's do some simple kid stuff. Think of a cat and say to yourself, cat, 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 cat. <coughs> and and then dog, dog, I had them do dog, dog. And, and it's kind of fun at first. It seems like I'm just playing a game with them. But actually, they start to, they start to conceive and they start to focus. And their mind starts to quiet down. And it, it, it did work. I think it worked quite well. Uh, it's something that you'd have to try long term. But the, the point of it is to get them around slowly to the point of being able to watch and observe their own experience. First a cat, and then a dog, and then I had them focus on their parents. And this is important in a... This really got me brownie points with the parents, I think. <laughs> the parents are all sitting listening as well. And uh, so I said, think of your mother and say to yourself, mother, mother, mother. And then for your father and say to yourself, father, father. And then I did. Then I then I came to the what is actually the beginnings of Buddhist meditation. It's the focusing on the Buddha, right? You have this famous Buddhist Buddhist meditation of saying to yourself, Buddha, Buddha. So I had them do that. I said, picture the Buddha now. Because the Buddha, big golden Buddha image. So think of the Buddha and say Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. And so they did this. And then eventually I got around, I think after the Buddha, then it was right to focusing on the body. And then it was watching the stomach, watching your breath. I brought it to them that way. I think that, you know, it's just a simple point there, the idea of starting with something cartoonish that they can relate to. Uh, and, and of course it depends on the, the age level, but the important point is to, um, to bring the concept to them. Ex find a way to explain mindfulness to them. Right? And I think that's clearly explained by using the cat example, the dog example. Because you're just focusing on something, and you're seeing this is a cat, this is a dog, and all, and 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 then you have they're building when you're doing this, they're building up this this um, ability, and all you do is you bring that ability, that that uh, proficiency, or however, back to focus on on reality. <coughs> 